There's those other people that are then drawn into that person's life to help heal and inspire and activate that person that is broken to put themselves back together or together in a new way and then take the information that they learned from that lesson, from that experience that broke them and help educate, teach other people and transform their lives. I am an empowerment coach. I am here to empower you to create the life that you want to live. transmissions and communication and I've been in circle uh, in ceremony for the past two days so there is this conversation that has come up this evening and I wanted to get into it a little bit here before I go to sleep and it just becomes part of dreamland so sacred purpose so I talk about sacred purpose it is so important to me to be serving my sacred purpose, and I'm, try- I'm creating programs for women to activate their sacred purpose. The programs are also about diving in and getting all the other muck out of the way, all the fear, all the resistance, so that we can serve our sacred purpose. So we're born with it. There's a reason. This is what I believe. And there's a message that you have. There's a mission. There's a purpose for your message and your mission. And there are people or situations in our life that are sacred purpose activators. So in my life, my sacred purpose activator was my brother, what happened to him, what happened to my family. That activated me. It broke me open. It caused me so much pain. It rearranged the way that I thought about things. And also because it did break me in the way that it did, I was open and like susceptible or able now to receive messages and intuition in a way that I was not available for receiving that information prior. So I used to talk a lot about sacred contracts what i use i used to talk all the time about how i felt like we had contracts with each other and we had predecided um situations and things that we would go through with each other to teach each other really valuable lessons in this lifetime. And it's how I would explain my relationships to different people, different friends, uh, family members. And of course, it comes again from my situation with my brother. So I believe that life is an exercise. I believe that we are here in the body that we're in, in the family that we're in, connecting with the people that we connect with for a specific reason, 
to work on a certain idea, to bring in a certain teaching, to be activated, to educate the collective consciousness that is always growing and changing, right? So I believe that life is an exercise. So here in this exercise, there are different things that happen. Some really painful, horrible things happen to people. Um, Of course, beautiful, wonderful, amazing things happen to people as well. But we all know that there's something about the really painful, traumatic experiences that happen. We learn from those experiences. We change. They shape us. We grow from them. They can break us. Some of us choose to stay broken. Some of us don't know how to do anything other than being broken. But that's going to go off on like a tangent conversation because then there's those other people that are then drawn into that person's life to help heal and inspire and activate that person that is broken to put themselves back together or together in a new way, and then take the information that they learned from that lesson, from that experience that broke them, and help educate and teach other people and transform their lives. Okay, so that's what I believe. So I believe for my own purpose and activation that in this life, my brother's accident was part of what a design to activate me. That doesn't mean that my brother's life and everything about him and what happens to him is all about me. That's not what it means. But it means that that is what, that's part of my connection to him. He has his own experiences, as we all do. So something that happens to each of us, it is we have our own personal experience. We have karma. I'm not an expert on this, but the way that I understand karma is that karma describes cause and effect. Karma is like something happens, and then there's like an energetic contract that is instantly energetically created out of the situation. So you have an interaction with someone in this life. It could be a long interaction, right? It could be a relationship or something like that. You have... um, all of this business with somebody in this life and you guys affect each other in a certain way and you leave each other in a certain way. If you're not complete and there's a hole and you've injured each other or something like that, you guys are not done and energetically you have created more work for yourself to do together in the future. So this is why you're going to see this person in another life and you're going to be instantly drawn to them and you're going to have that feeling like you already know them because you do, and you have more that you need to do with them. So back to what I was saying, how I used to talk about how I felt like that's what our connections were. All of our connections with each other were for a purpose. So whereas I think karma is more of like an energetic creation, I think that what Caroline Miss calls sacred contracts It's more intentional where with our soul family, with our kindred spirits that we go through lifetimes together with, that we teach each other things. Like we decide that I'm going to be the one to teach you compassion. I'm going to be the one to teach you forgiveness. I'm going to be the one to teach you about love. I'm going to be the one to activate you. And so in my situation with my brother, 
him being my brother and then him breaking his neck, what happened to him, what happened to my family, how the way that that has been painful for me and all the different ways that it has and how it has activated me to share the story. He's not motivated to share his story. That's not his passion. I am motivated to share the story. One of the reasons is because he's not motivated to share the story. And I see and experience how powerful sharing the story about him is for others, for people that are in the same situation as him, for people who are quadriplegic, but almost even more so for people that are maybe more like you and I that have full function of our body and have ability to do all of these amazing things and then yet we get like caught up in our fear. We get caught up in fear and resistance and insecurity and all of that. And then we are around somebody like him. You know, we're stressing about how all the overwhelm of our own life and then we're around somebody like him and we see how just the perspective and it's almost like so simple. People who almost lose their lives, people who have so much, I don't want to say taken, like somebody took it from them, but who have lost so much. The way that they appreciate what is simple, the way that they appreciate what we all take for granted is amazing. It's, it's an expansive perspective, and it's something for all of us to learn from. So when we that are more normal compared to somebody who's been affected by uh, an injury, an accident, and we see how they're dealing with life, you can't help but reflect. You just can't help but, like, it puts everything in, in line. It puts yourself in line. It just puts you in check, and you're just like, oh, okay, wow. I don't know how I would deal with life the way that he's dealing with it, and it's amazing how... They're dealing with that. Obviously, like, I can deal with my own life and all the stuff that I've been stressing about is, like, really not that big of a deal. And it's really helpful. I have this experience every time I go and visit him. And so I believe that we do have sacred contracts with each other. I believe that we are meant to do our greatest good. And in doing that, we affect the people that we love the most. We all have medicine for each other. And as much as we might resist our family members, our families that we're born into, or people around us that maybe we don't want them to be around us, believe me, it is true that the medicine that is in the people around you and the medicine that is in your family is actually exactly what it is that you need. Now, it doesn't mean that the different members of your family are doing their work to bring their medicine out. It doesn't mean that they have been activated or decided to be conscious, pay attention, and take responsibility for their purpose. So, you know, there's that. But I do believe that we are drawn to each other for a reason. I do believe we are born into families that we are born into for a reason. And I do believe that we go through situations and have situations happen to us in our life for a specific reason. 
So this is why I think that it is super important for us to focus in on what is our sacred purpose. So in my situation, this thing happens to my brother and my family. I become activated. I become open. I become curious. And I study the things that I study. And I'm open to channeling all this information from spirit and sharing it with all the people around me that I, that I am, that I do. And then there's more. So I believe that I have responsibility to that sacred purpose. I definitely feel like I have responsibility uh, to uh, my family and my brother for him to have to go through something so tragic. For me to learn the things that I have learned about life, I feel very responsible to then share those with other people. This doesn't mean that I think that I have the answer uh, for everyone. That's not what it means at all. It just means that I know there is information that I have and I feel like it is my responsibility to share it for the people that I am supposed to activate or heal or help transform or guide or, you know, any of those things. So this is why it's important to do the work. This is why it's important to face your fear. Take a look at your resistance Get all that shit out of the way so that you can start serving your purpose. I talk a lot about starting your own business. I talk a lot about quitting your slave job, starting your own spiritual business. Obviously, that exact thing is not for everyone. Some people are serving their purpose at a job. But for those of us that have jobs, and you know who you are, and you know what I'm talking about that you're working a slave job, you're working this job that does not use your skills, yes, maybe you're a waitress, and yes, maybe you are having connections with people at the restaurant that used to be me, and yes, there's a time and place for all of it, but at some point, you have to realize that you cannot serve your sacred purpose if you are serving uh, these menial jobs. The, this scarcity complex, worrying about money, worrying about not having enough money, that, that mindset keeps you stuck in spending all of your time and energy working for somebody else. There are all of these musicians, creative people, artists um, around me because I live in Los Angeles. And so what I have been seeing is that these people, these creative types, very, they're just, in order to be that, and they're already working with spirit. And I'm noticing there, there's not only a similarity between spiritual workers and creative types, but also a lot of times they're the same person. It doesn't mean that other people can't do this work as well. It just means that for the person who can't help but write the song, paint the painting, do you know what I mean? There is a connection that is, that's happening. There's a channel that is open, and that information is coming through, and that's why that person is being so inspired to have to get that stuff out. And that's the same thing when you are connected to spirit, when you're having conversations with spirit, even if it's just your own intuition telling you what you need to do. Once that channel is open and it's clear enough, you can't not listen you can try, but you definitely get smacked around. Like, you can't not listen. They won't let you sleep. They won't let you stay in the relationship. They won't let you stay at the job. They won't let you continue doing that thing that you're not supposed to be doing. 
So I think it is our responsibility to do the work. Take a look at what is standing in our way, clear that stuff out, and then be brave enough to follow your sacred purpose. Listen to that calling. You just constantly have to leap. Spirit doesn't tell you how it's going to end up. Spirit just tells you when to go. So back to my uh, original subject of sacred contracts. Take a look in your life. Look at all the connections that you've had with people. Look at all the relationships you've had. Look at the deep friendships. Look at the romantic relationships. Look at the ones that have hurt. Look at the ones that have changed you. Think about what what would be different if you didn't have that relationship with that person and how you would have not changed and what would be different in your life and who you would not be affecting from not having changed. Then think about yourself in that way. You are having that kind of effect with the people that you are coming in contact with. So how can you take responsibility for that? How can you... Do the work on yourself so that you can show up. How can you transform painful, traumatic situations into something positive, into something that can heal someone else, into something that can serve the greater good, people of your community, people just like you, people that you love. We are all that powerful. We all actually have that much responsibility. So that's what I have for you tonight. There's a lot more of this coming. If you're listening to the show, if you like it, please subscribe. Please leave me a review. I often sometimes say leave us a review. Honestly, it's me doing this all by myself. I don't know if the us is referring to me and my cats, but please leave a review. I have set up a Patreon page so that you can donate to the podcast. You can also donate to the music. I will be revising it soon and adding all kinds of different, more exciting ways to be involved, but it's just in its basic stage right now. Patreon.com forward slash Jamie Black. Jamie is spelled J-A-I-M-E. You can find out more about me, my offerings, and my work at jamieblack.com. You can listen to my music at jamieblackmusic.com. And I think that's it for now. I appreciate you being here. Please share this podcast with your friends. And I will see you all in the next episode.